here at williamsfitness.com and today I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of tracking calories and the pros and cons of tracking your macros and the benefits of each and what the drawbacks are of each and compare the two to each other for your goals and I'm also going to be giving my very specific recommendations for what I would recommend you do based on your goals. So um, first, I just wanna say um, that Commit to Fit is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program and that will be opening up again in October. So this is 2023. Um, but I will be taking new clients starting next month in September. So September, 2023, one-on-one -on -one client spots are opening up and in Commit to Fit, you and I will be working on your calories, on your macros, getting you on a meal plan that is going to help you achieve your goals. Um, we might be doing calories, we might be doing macros, we might not be doing either of those things because truthfully, I believe in meeting my clients where they're at and helping you achieve your goals through the minimum effort that is required. So I am not about loading my clients up with 700 different tasks just to have them completely fail at, you know, half of them and then feel like they just want to give up. I don't believe in that. Um, I believe in starting small and getting big wins from small changes. I believe that that is the most sustainable way to go about this. So with that said, please keep that in mind as you are listening to this because I understand that this can feel overwhelming um, and you don't have to go at this alone. Um, that is why I do what I do. It's why I offer what I offer because this is a lot. And you know, when you have someone who's guiding you and is there for you through your journey, it makes it a lot easier. You know, not only do you feel seen and heard, but you feel supported and you can ask questions and you have that guidance. So you're not just trying to figure it all out by yourself. Um, and that's also going to make it more sustainable as well, which ultimately will lead you to actually achieving and then sustaining your goals. So the first thing I want to get into is counting your calories. Um, so calories are a unit of measurement of energy, nothing more, nothing less. That's it. So the food that we consume has energy and that gets converted into our body once we consume it into energy. So if you are listening to this right now, you are burning energy, just being alive. If you are listening to this while you are walking, you are burning more energy than if you were sitting in your car. Um, certain foods have more energy density than others. And that is how we, as we give each food um, 
an allotted number of calories. So when you recognize that calories are, you know, if something has 80 calories versus something that has 180 calories, um, it takes away the power of what's good and what's bad because it's really all neutral. Um, calories are just energy. So we burn, every single person burns um, a certain amount of energy each day just being alive. Our digestive system requires energy, our metabolism requires energy, our heart requires energy to continue beating, our lungs can require energy to continue pumping. Um, blood doesn't just flow on its own. It requires, all of this stuff requires energy. And then on top of that, the activities that you do, whether it's just getting out of bed and washing your face and brushing your teeth, that requires energy. Going into the office requires energy. Um, going for a walk requires energy. Lifting weights requires energy. So we, when we, when I first start working with my clients, the, one of the very first things I do is I have them do a calculation um, to determine the amount of energy they burn in a day just being alive. This is gonna be impacted by your age, your weight. Um, the amount of muscle you have on your body, um, your gender, all of these things um, have a bearing on the amount of energy you burn in a day being alive. And now then you layer in all of your activities. You know, if you're very sedentary versus you are someone who, you know, um, walks around all day long, like you are a bartender, um, you are a hairdresser, you are going to be burning more energy than a desk jockey. And then you layer in your your workouts. You know, if you are someone who teaches spin class three times a week, if you are someone who hits the gym five or six times a week doing CrossFit, and then sometimes after you do CrossFit, you might like do some other stuff on your own. Like all of those things get factored in. And so we will determine your base metabolic rate, which is the amount of calories you burn in a day being alive. And we will also determine, um, we'll layer in your activity level from just day-to-day -day activity to your workouts as well. Um, and so then we count the calories that we consume. So by counting the calories we consume, you would go through everything that you eat in a day and um, you can track it in an app. You can go to different websites. I think like the USDA has a site um, where you can actually like see how many calories are in the food you're eating as well as the food labels. So if you are eating something like um, you wake up and you have a little cup of Greek yogurt and you have that with an apple, then you would, you know, if you want to just keep a food journal and you don't want to use a tracking app, you don't have to. Um, but you would see like, okay, on the back of your Greek yogurt, it says, you know, for the six ounces of Greek yogurt, you get, it's 180 calories. And then you would know from the website that the apple is 80 calories. Um, or you would track it in a tracking app and you would just be able to have it right there and it's really convenient. Um, and you would do that for every single thing you eat throughout your day and that would be your tracking calories. So now let's say 
you burn 2,000 calories in a day based on your um, your total daily energy expenditure, and you then you would compare that to how many calories you consume. Now, if you are consuming more calories than you are burning, then you would put on weight. Now, weight can mean fat and or muscle. Um, and then if you are eating less than you expend, then you would lose fat and or muscle. Um, and I'll go into those nuances a bit um, shortly. So that's, that's the basic gist of calorie counting. And now this is really going to be applied for fat loss um, because that's what most of you guys follow me for. You want to lose fat. So when you are in an extreme deficit, by extreme I mean probably about 600 calories or more on a regular basis, um, you can get metabolic adaptations. I'm not going to be discussing those today. But um, understand that drastically under eating can really hold you back from the fat loss you are looking to achieve. Um, just by eating less and eating less does not mean you are going to lose fat faster. Your body doesn't like that. Again, I'm not gonna go into that today, um, but if you feel like that is something that is affecting you, please reach out to me. I am happy to chat with you about that. Um, so counting calories, it's quite easy. Um, like I said, you can use that food journal, you can use a tracking app, and all you have to do is track your calories. And so if you are trying to lose some body fat, then all you'd have to do is say, okay, I know I burned 2,000 calories in a day. I'm going to try to consume 1,700 calories every single day this week, and now I'm in a 300 calorie deficit each day, and I am setting myself up for fat loss. That's very, very simple. Um, it's also very flexible because it doesn't matter what you eat. As long as you're in a deficit, you're able to lose. Um, it's also beneficial because like I said, you know, it will allow for fat loss, assuming that you're doing it right. Um, if you do it for five days and then you just stop tracking on the weekends, then how do you know that you're maintaining that deficit? You might eat so much on the weekends that you end up coming out of your deficit. So it takes you Monday through Friday to get back into that deficit and then you just do it all over again and it's the cycle and then your body is actually not really in a deficit. Um, but overall, I also like calorie counting because it creates awareness. And I do believe it is very important for all of us to just be aware of what we're actually consuming because you might think that you, you know, that you are in a deficit, but then you start weighing and tracking and measuring your food and you realize like, holy crap, I actually eat like 2,500 calories a day. I thought I was only eating 1,800, but once you actually like, you start tracking the weight of that spoonful of peanut butter that you have twice a day, and you actually find out like you have these little cookies and they're delicious and amazing, but then it's like, oh, no wonder they're delicious and amazing. That little piece of cookie right there is 250 calories. Again, it's not good, it's not bad, it's just 
it's neutral and it's energy. It's energy in and energy out, y'all. That's it, plain and simple. So I do think that tracking calories has a massive amount of benefits if for no other reason, just having awareness. And then no one's saying that you can't have that 250 calorie cookie. No one's saying that it's bad. It's just understanding being, what's the term? Um, informed decision. You're just making an informed decision. Now, the cons to tracking calories does not include the quality. So no one's saying that you couldn't eat 1600 calories a day of Cheerios. Um, I don't recommend it because then you're going to be missing out on a lot of great nutrients. Um, no one's saying that you can't eat 1600 calories a day of French fries. Again, I don't recommend that. I don't think your digestive system would like that very much. Um, you're going to be missing out on a lot of nutrients and nourishment that your body needs and deserves. Um, also, when you are only counting calories and you're not taking macronutrients into consideration, um, you might just, you know, like if you literally just ate 1600 calories a day of Cheerios, you're probably going to be walking around like feeling very hungry, wondering why you're having cravings for other things, not really feeling satiated. Um, and macronutrients, which we will get into in just a moment, um, they impact those things. They give us more energy. They make us feel fuller. Um, they help our digestive system work properly. They help our brain work properly. Um, and it's not taking those things into consideration, which I do believe is important. And the other drawback is just that, you know, it can be challenging long-term. Um, any kind of tracking can be challenging long-term. It can be cumbersome. It can be time-consuming. It can impact your relationship with food. So it's one of those things that you might want to do it for a, a little while and then give yourself breaks. And I'll kind of go into that a little bit more um, when I talk about my recommendations. So let's dive into the macros and let's talk about the positives of tracking macros. So for one, and this is my love, is that it can help you build muscle or maintain muscle when you are trying to lose fat. So macronutrients, um, I forgot to give this little intro into macros. Um, macronutrients, so we have food that's made up of calories, but what makes up those calories? Macronutrients, so it's macro versus micro. Macronutrient are the big building blocks that make up what we eat. The three macronutrients are protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Now, those get broken down into smaller part particles. Um, those would be our micronutrients, but I'm not going to go into that in this. I do have an amazing podcast on that um, with my friend who is a nutritional therapist. Her name is Natalie. Um, just do a quick search for that on my podcast and um, or reach out to me and I will link you to that episode. Excuse me, um, but that will go more into our micronutrients. But um, 
So those are our macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbohydrates. And when we track them, we are putting our stuff, at this point, we, we do need to use an app. Um, it's going to make your life a heck of a lot easier, but you can go in and you can see, so let's say you put in 1800 calories of food and you can see, actually, let's talk about what I ate yesterday. So I had 1900 calories of food. I had about 165 grams of protein. Um, I had to think about 185 grams of carbohydrates and about 60 or 65 grams of fat. Um, and then that will break down into certain percentages. So you get certain percentages of your calories from those macronutrients. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a guess. I don't remember, but I'm guessing I had probably about 32%, 30, somewhere between 30 and 35% of my calories came from protein about that same amount came from carbohydrates and then about that same amount came from fat. Um, but you can manipulate where your calories are coming from to do different things in your body. So if you are in a calorie deficit and you are losing fat, but you want to maintain your muscle mass, ma muscle mass, which I highly suggest you do, um, then you would, eat plenty of protein because that will help your body preserve its own muscle. Um, if you are very active, you participate in sports, then you might want to um, manipulate your macronutrients to where you eat a lot more carbohydrates. Um, some people don't do really well. They don't tolerate carbohydrates super well. Um, or maybe you're in menopause or post-menopause. Um, carbohydrates might not be your best friend. Um, in that case, you can manipulate your macros so your carbs are lower and your fat is now higher. Um, and I just really love that. That's about counting macros. It's very flexible. Um, to help you with your specific goals. Um, also, protein, another really great benefit to making sure that you eat an adequate amount of protein is that it helps keep your blood sugar balanced. And when your blood sugar is balanced, your body is going to be able to, more capable of losing fat. Um, you are also going to experience less, less cravings because fat is very, or sorry, protein is very satiating. Um, so when you eat plenty of protein, you will have less cravings, you will feel fuller longer. Um, and actually that same thing applies to fat as well. It is very satisfying. Um, it takes a while to digest and it will keep you full longer. So you're not just craving, having a massive amounts of craving. You know, like I said, if you walked around, if you just ate 1600 calories of like bread every day, you probably have a lot of cravings. Your, your body would be really hungry. Um, the body blows through carbs really quickly. So paying attention to your macronutrients is very important for a lot of different reasons. And those are my three favorite benefits to um, counting or calculating your macronutrients. But then of course it comes with drawbacks. 
So um, it's, again, it doesn't entirely include quality. Yes, you are paying a little bit more attention now. Um, you know, you are making sure that you're getting protein, so you're eating some meat. Um, you're making sure that you get fat, so you're eating, you know, nuts, seeds, um, fattier cuts of meat. Um, and then you're getting your carbohydrates, so you're eating grains, tubers, vegetables, fruit. But it doesn't fine tune that quality. So you could say like, well, I'm eating protein, but is it full? Is it all, you know, a, a, sorry, is it complete, completely full with all of your amino acids? Or is it just like collagen protein that doesn't have all of the amino acids? Um, you are getting an adequate amount of carbohydrates, but are all of those carbohydrates coming from cookies? and um, or pastries or are you actually getting your vegetables your produce the things that have all of those vitamins and minerals that nourish your body or maybe you're getting an adequate amount of fat but you're getting it all from seed oil which is highly inflammatory so it doesn't account for those things it can also feel very restrictive um, because let's say you are on a macronutrient macronutrient based diet um, and you are constantly under on under on protein over on carbs over on fat and it's just you know every single day it's such a challenge to hit your macronutrients correctly it can feel very restrictive and it can feel very frustrating and it can also make you feel really obsessive so if that is the case you know at what point is this not healthy for you and that's something that needs to be taken into consideration and quite honestly something that I think a lot of coaches are missing out on because if you are not checking in with the on the mental health of your clients, then you are doing that client a huge disservice. And that is something that I really and truly pride myself on as a coach is that I care about where my how my clients feel mentally just as much as their progress that they're making physically. Because if my client is feeling like, you know, freaking out every single day because they are not hitting their their correct macronutrients and it's driving them absolutely insane and they're super stressed out about everything else and then they're just throwing this in on top of it then is that really the answer is that really what you need to be doing and it's also time consuming um it is more time consuming than counting your calories because you are at that point trying to manipulate like okay i gotta make sure that i had you know i didn't go over on the you know teaspoon of olive oil that i needed to have at lunch because now i'm gonna be over on my fat um it's tedious so you know and i do think i do i should actually add to the benefits of like creating awareness to this as well because you know, over time, you do start to learn. Um, you will learn good sources of each, each macronutrient in each food that you eat on a regular basis, but it's tedious and it can, you know, it can become obsessive. And that is definitely a drawback to counting your macronutrients. So with all of that said, here are my recommendations. If you are someone who is just starting out, I would say 
focus on calories first. Um, look at look at the amount of calories you burn in a day and then track your food. I think anyone can benefit from tracking their food for a week because it makes you realize like, holy crap, I didn't realize that, you know, this salad that I think is healthy is, you know, 800 calories, which is great, but it's causing me to go over on my calories every single day. So no wonder I am not losing any weight. Um, so just simply weighing, measuring your food and then tracking it in comparison to the amount of calories that you burn in a day. That is, that's the first place I would start if you are just starting out in your fat loss journey. Um, the second thing that I would recommend if you're just starting out in your fat loss journey is to look at your food quality as well. Um, not necessarily your macronutrient quality, but your food quality as a whole, because if you're eating these like weird things, like these weird manufactured foods, um, or like, you're like, oh, well I'm eating this like microwave meal and, you know, it, it's only 300 calories, but what's in it? So taking a look, you know, am I eating meat? Am I eating vegetables? Am I getting a carbohydrate from somewhere? And am, I'm, am I getting a fat from somewhere? Those, like, if you're doing those four things, you can check those boxes at each and every meal. You're doing a really good job. So that would be the start. And then if you are someone who has been at this a little while um, and you are ready to, you know, go a little further, you've been doing your, you've been counting your calories, you're in that slight deficit and you are, you eat like, you know, you eat meat, you eat vegetables, you have a little grain, you, you cook in, you know, olive oil, avocado oil. Cool. Now it's time to take that next step. So at that point, and this is honestly, this is what I do because I don't like to overcomplicate things. Like my husband tracks macros and he is super meticulous about it. And that would drive me bonkers. Um, I have no desire to get that meticulous about things. And this is what I'm doing. And this is what is working awesome for me. I'm in a deficit. I'm in a small deficit, not a large one. I don't like being hungry. Um, and I also like performing well in the gym. So I'm in a small deficit so I can lose a little bit of body fat. And what I do, I just care about my calories, but I make sure at every single meal I'm consuming protein. So in the morning, protein shake with my coffee. For lunch, I eat like eight ounces of ground turkey breast and ground chicken breast. And at dinner, I eat about eight ounces of pork loin fish, steak, chicken breast. Um, so I'm getting protein at every single meal, which is doing a couple things. Um, it ensures that I am getting adequate protein. So my body doesn't try to use its own muscle to, um, give it energy since I am in an energy deficit. It helps balance my blood sugar. So I, my body is capable of losing fat. Um, and it keeps me, I'm, I'm fuller between those meals. Like, you know, I only eat about three times a day, but I eat such a large amount of protein that I don't really get too hungry in between meals. 
So that's really like a solid recommendation right there. And I think can be hugely beneficial for just about anyone. And then once like all of you've done that stuff and then you're just like, I've got a really fine tune. Then at that point you can start manipulating macros. Um, and in that case, um, you know, what percentages that is something like, I can't even tell you, like, I'm not going to sit here and say like, Oh, you know, try this ratio because every single person is different. And in that case, I would say, hire me, hire somebody else that does that coaching and work with someone who will take into consideration your lifestyle, your goals, what your body, you know, if, are you a fast oxidizer or are you a slow oxidizer? Um, what's your workout schedule? What do you need your brain for? Those things. And then have myself or that coach create a plan that's specifically tailored to you and your goals. So thank you so much for listening, watching, and being here. Um, like I said, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, I know it's a lot, um, please reach out to me, Kira Williams Fitness on Instagram, kirawilliamsfitness.com, um, Kira at kirawilliamsfitness.com is my email, and uh, let's chat. And again, one-on-one um, -on -one coaching is coming up. So make sure that you get all those details by following me. So stay tuned. All right. Thanks.